your guarantee. Oh, did you did you see what I just sent you? The <coughs> we might have to start a fucking feud with Pro Football Focus. Oh yes, let's start. Let's just start right there. Your boy is ranked number two for the twenty twenty one QB draft class. Mac Jones, number two. <coughs> I don't understand I, it. How do you feel? I like, bro. I I just pro football focus has been a highlight right now for the craziness they're posting okay. up. Right now. Here, here's a question: um, What is more disrespectful right now in that list? For for those of you listening at home, they. Pro Football Focus graded and like whatever ranked the rookie quarterbacks this season. It was Trevor Lawrence one, Mac Jones two, I believe it was Justin Fields three, Trey Lance four, Zach Wilson five, and arguably more disrespectful, Davis Mills last. Bro, my goodness, this list is ridiculous this list has i want to know i want to know what is their scale so each player is given a grade of minus two to plus two in 0.5 increments on a given play with zero being average or expected so let's see here at one end of the scale, you have a catastrophic game-ending interception or pick six from a quarterback. At the other, a perfect deep bomb into a tight window in a critical game situation. So it actually sounds like QBR mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah. Each position has its own grading rubric, so analysts know how to put a grade on the various expectations of the quarterback on a 10-yard pass beyond the sticks or what range of grades might look like for a frontside offensive tackle blocking down on a quote-unquote power play. Uh, Each grade goes into the specific facet of a play in order to properly assess the player's skill set. So I guess that means like, hey, if the play call is, you know, I don't know, a rollout against an all-out blitz on third and goal, it won't count as much okay pressure matters run defense matters i'm not paying for edge but either way if you watch nfl football (laughs) i don't understand how you have trevor lawrence ahead of mac jones it's gotta be like 
Mac Jones getting just a zero or like a negative grade on that Buffalo game where he threw it twice and just handed it all off because like it does not make sense how Mac Jones played 17 games, made it to the playoffs, and he's number two behind Trevor Lawrence. There's no way. Trevor Lawrence looked bad and didn't look good until the very last game of the season against the Colts. That was the one game where Trevor Lawrence, like, oh, I could play in the NFL. It took him the whole year. To rank him number one is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it legitimately makes no sense to me at all. Now, again, they want you to, like, fucking buy their shit and pay for their shit. But I, I just – I don't know. Even – because he – think here's the thing. Even in the Buffalo game where he only, what, was three for five passing or whatever. Yeah. Like – No, he didn't throw five passes. It was, like, two for three or some shit. Yeah. Either way, like, you can only – grade him on what he's like expected to do they say like the whole point is like a quarterback isn't going to get downgraded for running the ball when the play call is running the ball and they won the fucking game like what do you fucking want like that game had to be like mac jones gets like a four (laughs) but it's like a four out of like three plays yeah it just it doesn't really make sense it's very weird also I'm going to stick up for Zach Wilson. More games than Justin Fields, and he's ranked five behind them. Absolutely garbage. At the end of the season, they won games because of Zach Wilson. They're in games because of Zach Wilson. So it's absolutely bullshit that he is last, or five, and Davis Mills six. Travesty. To be honest, if you had to rank them right now, rank the rookie quarterbacks per this is what AFF angel football focus um we're gonna be GFF money back guarantee football focus there it is I like it I'm gonna go with Mac Jones number one he took his team to the playoffs he played well he did what he had to do to make it right number two I'm gonna go with Mac Jones or not Mac Jones sorry I'm gonna go with Zach Wilson Zach Wilson Yes, he had an up-and-down season. Very, very rough. But he was always a starting quarterback when healthy. And he played well at the end of the season. Number three, Davis Mills. In the situation that he was in, absolutely crazy that he performed that well. Number four, I'm going to give it to – or, yeah, number four, I'm going to give it to Justin Fields. After that, Trey Lance. And then okay. Trevor Lance. I would maybe flip Davis Mills and Zach Wilson. I think when yeah, they that's... were at when they were at their worst, Davis Mills was better. And I legitimately think that Houston had a worse team. Yes. Which I don't know if Pro Football Focus puts that into takes that into account, but I mean, shout out him for working some fucking magic with Brandon Cooks and Rex Burkhead. Because honestly, look at Zach Wilson, Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, and Michael Carter, rookie that was playing very well. And uh, Barrios. Come on, man. 
That's a squad, and you can win games with that. And Davis Mills did with less. Last? Come on. Who runs it over there? Who's running that shit? Isn't it uh, Chris Collinsworth's bit? Yeah, that's his side hustle. <laughs> of course. God, yeah. I know I know they have, like, uh, and again, like, I am not a pro football focus hater normally. And, you know, I'm, I'm more like anything for – so I can argue more sports. But I know they have taken some shit because people are like, oh, they have some fucking high school JV center watching film for them for – five dollars an hour and he's going to determine what's the right play for an nfl guy who's doing all this shit who's you know obviously you look at like when they ask cooper cup what his move is on a route or jalen hurts what he's looking for why he threw a ball like there's way more that goes into it than huh this looks like cover three this looks this looks like engage eight on madden like so i, I mean, mean cover I mean, they were under five. Hey, they should be under fire for their secondary list too. Bucks number two. Yeah, come I, on, man. Like, as somebody who's watched a <laughs> a lot of Bucks, I think I've watched every single one but one game. Their secondary was a complete liability. There was at least five texts from you about how bad this DB like. You, week four, was probably saying, fire the whole secondary crew, except for Winfield. And then, like, week seven, like, Winfield wasn't there. And it's like, we should just give this up, take time out. <laughs> like, that's Bro. how bad they were. Like, they were literally signing dudes off the street. Bro. Like, there's, there's no way. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't even like. I don't even know how that fucking works. If it's just because they didn't give up a ton of passing touchdowns, or or what? But no, they did not look good at all. No, absolutely ridiculous. Pro football focus, you are losing your goddamn mind. God. Well, luckily, you're not listening to Pro Football Focus. You're listening to Money Back Guarantee. We don't do any of that nerd shit. No. Eyeball test. We just know. We just know. We just know football, and that's what we're good at. So, <laughs> yeah. What and I the, know so, that fucking Trevor Lawrence was not the best rookie quarterback this year. Fuck no. Did Shad Khan pay you to say that? <laughs> oh god. You know. Okay. Real quick, what is the craziest? So this week, you know, is the week where all the NFL stats come out, history and all that other shit. What is the craziest stat you've seen this week? Craziest stat I've seen this week? Yep. I don't I don't even know. I think the craziest stat I've seen is Tom Brady is older than all the coaches. <laughs> that he's going up against. <laughs> Everyone is in their 33 and 34 range, and Tom is 44 years old, still doing it. That is what, the craziest shit I see. What's weirder, that he is older <laughs> than all of those coaches, or all of those coaches in 2013 
were members of the Washington Redskins coaching squad, and they hired Jay Gruden. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, no, that's definitely weird right there. Definitely weird. Washington could be in a way better place right now if you just hired one. <laughs> one, just one. Bro, you hire, you hired Kyle <laughs> Shanahan and Kirk Cousins will still be the quarterback of the Washington football team. Kyle Shanahan loves Kirk Cousins. They must, they must go to the same church or something. <laughs> no, no, no. They, sit, they order the same grill mats. I <laughs> mean, aluminum foil? Uh, <laughs> no. Kirk Cousins has like a pro <laughs> Did you not see that? Dude's pipping out. Brady's pipping out $100 sweatpants and $70 hats. Kirk Cousins is pipping out $15 grill mats. <laughs> of course he is. Bro, I, I again, I love Tom Brady. I have. Uh, two action figures and three pictures of Tom Brady staring right at my face right now. Uh, fuck you, Tom, for trying to sell me a $50 t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yes. When Tom said he was trying to make, like, the football Jordan brand, yeah, dude, <laughs> you fucking did it. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have a Oops. bunch of white kids fighting outside of a Macy's. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nordstrom's. <laughs> yeah, them shoes are gonna be like five hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> bro, I got the Brady Blue. Oh shit! Good luck getting them off sneaker app. <laughs> I'm sure it's fucking. There is really nice stuff when you look at it. I just, I, I texted my buddy who's like he does some marketing work for Champion, and uh, I was like what do you think the cost is on that material? Like what is Brady making on a $90 sweatshirt? Cause like we slide to those DMS, we have money back guarantee sweatshirts, double-sided print, three colors. His are only one color, one side, much smaller, uh, is the quality that much better? Because I was looking, I mean, if we're talking making a thousand hoodies, that was going to cost us like not a hundred dollars a sweatshirt. That's for sure. <laughs> no. I'm make a you, fucking I sweatshirt out of endangered panda for that money. <laughs> dude, those sweaters better be made out of like every, every fabric in the world. There, no, like dude. Perfect blend. <laughs> it's all just organic recycled cotton, which again <laughs> is super good for the environment and it's super good for your body because it's Tom Brady. Like I've been trying to buy more organic cotton clothing, but a hundred dollars for a hoodie. I will like, can I use it as a blanket when I sleep in my car? Cause my wife kicked me out of the house. Would it make you feel better if Brady had to sew in all of the letters for his name? <laughs> Bro, I I like every I like I signed up for so many like 
win a free box because I knew this is the only way I'm getting it until it gets <laughs> stolen from Nordstrom's in Chicago and I can buy it off Marketplace. <laughs> oh, shit. Tom, welcome to MJ status. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you are looking for something that's not $100, hit us up in our DMs. We have money-back guaranteed hoodies for y'all. <laughs> if the demand is high enough, we'll get an online store, but we're not willing to give up the percentage yet. Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Josh McCown. Uh, going I... to keep... <laughs> going to Houston coach? <laughs> to interview the head coaching job <laughs> Jesus you can't just say Josh McCown like that like, <laughs> my first thought like, is my first thought is died <laughs> I'm just saying it looks like he's in like a they took a picture they sent a picture like him in the Eagles uniform so I'm like is he like on active roster and now he's gonna like go to the Houston to interview? Like, dude wants no breaks, just straight football. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why do you have to assume the worst? God, that's what it, that's what happens nowadays. <laughs> you're a young athlete. You're in the news. Probably dead. I didn't think Josh McCown was good enough to get a head coaching job. Well, he's. Going to Houston to interview for a job down there, which is very interesting. All right. We're coming down to the wire, Jay. Yeah. We got only four games left. That's impossible. I know, right? It's fucking awful. Then we're gonna have to. It has to be an odd number. (laughs) What? Has to be an odd number of games. It's only four. It's four this weekend. It's two next weekend. It's one this weekend. One for the Super Bowl. Oh. We have seven games. Seven games left. Well, we're coming down to the wire. Yeah, that's. I'll. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, we're coming down (laughs) to the wire. Coming down to the wire. And lo and behold, the King will make an appearance. First game on the slate, Saturday afternoon, the Bengals versus the Titans. Just want to let you know, the Bengals have never won a road playoff game. (laughs) The history of their franchise? History of their franchise. Never, ever. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase are on their way to Tennessee to go up against a healthy Derrick Henry, a well-rested Tennessee squad. What do you think, man? I mean, I give them – Taylor Fade, the Tennessee Titans, the most disrespected and doubted number one seed. I don't think so. I mean, I will say this, like – if they are, it's because they just have had games where they haven't showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, absolutely. If, if they're disrespected, it's because 
yeah, you won on a winning streak where you beat five of like the top seven or eight teams in the in the NFL, mm. and you did it without Derrick Henry, but you also like lost some bad ones. Your quarterback's still Ryan Tannehill. Your defense is still leaving a lot to be desired when it comes to a pass rush. Uh, Taylor Lewan still looked like an absolute JV bitch week one against Chandler Jones. Granted, he pulled it together and had a pretty solid season, but mm-hmm. like Titans just have days where they like miss and they're not an electric team, even with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has electric plays, but Derrick Henry's like Adrian Peterson, where it's like one yard, two yards. He might have like 12 carries for 22 yards in the first half. Then he'll break two rushes in the second half for a combined like 140 yards, you know? Yeah. They're just like a very weird team. Yeah, their four losses this year was the Jets, the Texans, the Patriots, and the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, all not good teams. Not or at good least like teams. not good defenses, and they shut down a very solid Titans offense. Yeah, they lost to the Jets full squad too, so it's gonna be I very mean, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I de- I guess it, yeah, it totally depends. I think, I mean, when you compare them to like the fucking Green Bay Packers and how everybody is just calling for Aaron Rodgers to be the MVP and saying, you know, San Francisco doesn't have a chance, which I don't think could be further from the truth. Then yeah, they're very disrespected, but I think most people still are favoring them to win. They're not an underdog. I don't think the Bengals, I mean, the Bengals are just like the more exciting team. Yeah. It's literally like the Chiefs and the Bucks last year. Yep. Like they're they're it's you know the Showtime Lakers versus the Boston Celtics, which is kind of a bad example because those are like two of the top teams and the Bengals haven't proven anything yet. But sure. <laughs> like they are the most explosive offense in sports, the Cincinnati Bengals, when they want to be like they're up there with the Chiefs, they're up there with anybody, and you know. They're just more fun to watch when they're on. They've got an electric rookie. Uh, Joe Burrow is like that dude. Yeah. They do all the right things. They're young. They got – I mean, it's – it's better example is probably it's like Duke versus the Fab Five. Yep, there you go. I mean, Duke's probably still going to win, but, I mean – the hot new be. team on the block breaking all the rules is Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee did get healthy during this break, but let's see what this team shows after the break. You know, this, are you going to are you going to come out slow on a team that you can't do that against? Because the Bengals, man, they're up 14. It's the rain is just gonna keep on coming, you know? Like yeah, the best way to do that is to have Derrick Henry drive, which Mike Variable still hasn't decided if he's going to play Derrick Henry this week. He better. But, yeah, if you have Derrick Henry, you could drive nine minutes off the clock, get the offense cold out there. Yeah, but if you start slow, you go three and out a couple times in the first, it's going to be tough. 
going to be okay. really, really tough. I mean, it's it's as simple as which team are you live betting if they're down 14 in the third quarter? Oh, the Bengals. Absolutely. Understood. Absolutely. I think Vegas would agree. Because <laughs> does Will and can Ryan Tannehill turn it on with Julio Jones and A.J. AJ Brown? I feel like he has the shot to do it, but he's looked bad against not so good defenses. And the Bengals, guess what? Lucky for them, not so good defense. So, like, are they going to blitz him a lot more? Yeah, absolutely. Ryan Tannehill, if you could keep him in the pocket, he's gonna make he's gonna make bad plays. But don't let him get outside because he can run, you know. But yeah, man, this is gonna be a very interesting game. Jay, you gotta put your money on someone. Bengals, Titans, who you got? Are we talking straight up? Are we talking Vegas odds? Are we doing pickums right now? Yeah, we're pickums, straight up pickums. I mean, if this is just pick them, I would take the Tennessee Titans if Derrick Henry's playing. Plus 155, though, three and a half spread. I love Cincinnati. You know, straight pick them. I really like Cincinnati and how they're playing right now and how they are kind of on a roll, you know. And like I said, if they find a way to start hot, they're going to be able to run the table here and – the way they're playing and the way you go into Tennessee and it's going to be in the fifties, forties, it's going to be a little colder, but it's going to work out. I think that Joe Burrow and this team is going to come in and dominate. It's going to be very interesting to see this game. Very, very interesting. Titans don't have a bad defense. They have a really good defense. Taylor Faye. Taylor Faye. If the Tennessee Titans don't play Derrick Henry and they lose, is Mike Vrabel on the hot seat? Absolutely. Absolutely. Derrick Henry for the last six days on Twitter has been posting nothing but good to go, ready to go. I'm ready to run. Can't wait to play football. You know, but he's been limited at practice all week. <clears throat> yeah. Is that just a designation? Or is that just – they really, really are going to hold him back. I mean, Cam Akers looked great. He had a way, way, way worse injury than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry broke a foot. He tore his Achilles, and he's back and playing well. He's going to be a big, 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 big piece for the L.A. Rams going up in their next game. So, yeah, absolutely. Thing is, I mean, is A.J. Brown and Julio Jones going to stay healthy? Because, fuck, they've been healthy. They've been hurt, too. Questionable. I mean. Questionable, but, like, everyone's questionable at this point in the season, I guess. I mean, A.J. Brown is the important one you got to worry about. He's a game changer. Julio is nice to have. Man, if Julio can find himself two years ago, and how he played when he before he got hurt, it's going to be really, really, really tough to for anybody to beat this Titans team. But that really depends on how far Ryan Tannehill can take him. 
And if the, if the I, Titans lose, much, if the Titans lose, could you see Matt Ryan in a Titans uniform next year? Ooh. Because Julio has not been Julio all year long. No, he has not. I mean, and generally one of the excuses they make when something like that happens, like when Wes Welker left New England, for an example, the only one I can really think of right now, when Randy Moss went to Oakland. I, I mean, a lesser quarterback isn't doing their job. OBJ to Cleveland. Did you, if, if Ryan Tannehill as the number one seed can't beat rookie Joe Burrow, are we looking at Ryan Tannehill looking for a job next year? He signed, I believe, a five-year deal when Brady signed his first deal. So he would be going – this is year three – going into year three of five? It signed four-year deal. Four I think they extended him. No, he is – he has year a, two of four, right? Oh no, he is a, yeah, two of four. So yep. next year he is paid twenty nine million. Yep. And the potential out. Because that was the big question when Brady was a free agent and he was looking around. The one of the reasons why Tennessee was a big question mark was because Tannehill was off the books. And then they signed Tannehill. And I think that might have been the Brady quote, because they've never said who it's about when Brady's like, you're going to stick with that guy? Definitely. I, I think mean, he was that guy. Ryan I don't Tannehill think it was Jimmy G. Sure. I think it was Ryan Tannehill. It could be both. I mean, now looking at it right now, it's, you know, Jimmy G looks like, okay, good job. They hit well there, staying there, but it's going to be a question mark for Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I feel like that's the big key, Ryan Tannehill and how he's going to perform. Yeah, obviously that's that's massive. I think, yeah, it comes down to will Derrick Henry play and can they stop him? How healthy does he look? And can the Bengals start fast? Because like I said, Bengals go up by 14. I don't think Tennessee comes back. No. And they have the day game, so – going to be under the sun in Tennessee it's going to be interesting but the night game Saturday night big matchup you have the 49ers going to a very 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 cold Green Bay the high will be seven at kickoff and it's going to drop at halftime uh Taylor Fade this is the most disrespectful line of the weekend Oh, shit. 49ers plus 200 plus five and a half. Ooh. I'm going to. That's disrespectful. Absolutely. That's tough, man. That is the that is the biggest different like uh Green Bay Packers minus 240 is the biggest uh favor of the week. Plus 200 biggest dog of the week. And this is two points the largest spread of the week. That is wild as fuck. It's also the lowest over of the week at 47, which is still, uh, I believe, three points higher than Buffalo. 
Buffalo, New England. Yeah. Um, they played this season, right? It was uh, early, week three. I, I believe they did. Uh, yeah, because he went to California, I believe. Oh, yeah, that was like a Sunday night game, and it sucked. Yeah, it was awful. I don't remember who was quarterback for that game, though. I don't know if Jimmy G was playing or, like, maybe Kittle wasn't playing. I I remember uh, San Francisco was banged up that week. Yeah. Man, I mean, the only reason why that those are the odds. But it was real fucking close. They They lost 30 to 28. 30 to 20. I mean, come on, man. And you're really going to give them a five? And a half. Five and a half. That home field advantage must be crazy. Or Nick Bosa being questionable for the game might be it as well. Jimmy G did play New England. But Aaron Rodgers, I got to think Aaron Rodgers' foot, the cold is not going to help it. No. If he's still dealing with that. I mean, he's been in the cold. He's played in it already with the foot, but still, it's going to be in the negatives going into the second half. It's going to be cold as hell, and yeah, hope you're up Hope you're up by 28 by halftime so they can put Jordan Love in. I mean, it's going, it's going to be a, a Debo Samuel Aaron Jones type of game, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I would take touchdowns. I would parlay touchdowns by both of them. 100%. I mean, how do you do you think the 49ers can go into Green Here's Bay? The thing. This is the game where it was 17 nothing Green Bay uh and then Green Bay ended up winning it 37 seconds left. Aaron Rodgers gets him into field goal range. Mason Crosby makes a 51-yard field goal. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh Aaron Jones went for 19 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. Devonte Adams 12 receptions, 132 yards for a touchdown. Uh not a great game by any means by uh, Jimmy G. So, I mean, it's – man, I got to think. And that line at home was San Francisco minus three and the over-under was set at 50 and a half. Yeah, no. That's going to be a very interesting game. And that line is absolutely – I'm taking that – line for sure i'll take money line and the spread because it's going to be a very interesting game now i don't like the packers so this might be biased but the 49ers have the weapons and the tools to beat this team in the cold number one i definitely think kyle shanahan is a way better coach than that before play calling wise i think out there making calls, Kyle is a better coach, hands down. And number two, the damn trenches, like the the defensive line for the 49ers and the offensive line for the 49ers is way better than the Packers by, like, a lot, I would say, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Defensive, the Packers kind of suck on defense. They have not showed up. They're letting up a lot of points. And if Debo can run the ball and get going, it's going to be very interesting. And George Kittle is due for a monster game, bro. He is due for those 11 catches, 166 yards with two touchdowns. It's going to happen. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's an it's a good game. Like I said, I I could see it going a lot of different ways. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're, you I think you make a good point. I think Kittle could be a massive difference maker. Yeah. Um, it's just Debo Sam Samuel is going to be a massive difference maker as well. Though they need to do do a lot with him. They are going to hand it off, pass it to him, wildcat, do everything they need to do to give him the ball. We've seen it last week on the clip. Debo screams to Kyle and goes, give me the ball. Next play, he scores. Like, if he comes out with that confidence, that that straight up just come out here and just be a bully, yeah, absolutely, man. I don't think anybody can stop Debo right now. Debo's just going to have a big game, and people just got to contain him. He's a super gremlin, bro. <laughs> Come on now. Boy's a goon, man. That makes me want to bet Green Bay. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, come on now. It's going to be a really good game. It is. Um, I'm excited. I mean, the Packers, yeah, man. Devontae Adams, best receiver. You got your two-time MVP on that side of the ball. Gross. Shouldn't have a back-to-back MVP, but fuck it. You know, Aaron Rodgers, kudos to you. The last dance. Here it is. See what you got, Aaron. Because after, after, if you beat the 49ers, guess what? <laughs> Bro, I would love. Here's my goal. Here's my dream. Just because I think it'd be fun. My chaos dream. Packers franchise tag Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams signs somewhere else. Signs in Vegas. Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> I will tune into every Pat McAfee show. Just to listen to Aaron, bitch. Give me the Jurgens, dude. There's no, there's no way they do that though. They are definitely tagging Devontae and saying, "Fuck it, Aaron, go, whatever." But if they do, just like we're tagging Rogers because Devontae Adams loyalty to Rogers. Devontae, see you next year. (laughs) Bye. Oh wait, you can you can get tagged twice. (laughs) <laughs> two years, bud. See ya. See you in two important. years. Enjoy the 80 million guarantee. <laughs> yes. Green Bay, yes, please. Don't worry, they're going to keep Randall Cobb. <laughs> I will actually say I love the organization if they make that happen. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Straight pickums. Who you got? Uh, straight pickums. Again, straight pickums. I got Green Bay. Uh, I love five and a half spread for San Francisco, though, and I very tempting on the plus two hundred. Yeah, um, I'm going with the dog, man. I'm going with the dog. I think the 49ers have enough to come in here and make the, and get the job done. Yeah, it's gonna be cold as shit, but you have a better running game. That's you two have dogs in a row for you, man. I know, man. It's gonna be tough, man. It's going to be tough, but I'm not going to pick a dog for the rest of the night because we have the – it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm not going to say it's an easy game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the Rams. It's honestly a really, really good matchup from, like, a schematic element. 
And the next three games, the only game where it's the first matchup is Cincinnati, Tennessee. They didn't play each other. Uh, Buccaneers and Rams, they played week three. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Buccaneers were already down three members of their secondary. Uh, Kind of a Matthew Stafford coming out party. I remember he didn't look great, though. No. Like, he threw for four touchdowns, but he didn't look incredible. Deshaun Jackson, who is now a Las Vegas Raider, had 120 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Tom Brady was the leading rusher for the Buccaneers. Three carries, 14 yards, and a touchdown. That's not going to happen because what's coming back? Fournette's coming back. It's going to be very interesting for him to come back into the offense now, rested. The Bucs got a test, though. They got they got to defend true receivers, legit receivers. You got Cooper Cup, that is the best receiver in the NFL right now, hands down. Matt Stafford was a blessing to him, and Matt Stafford gets them the ball. Then you got OBJ. He's playing so good, they had to test him, bro. They had to test him. How did he get all these touchdowns? Ain't no way Baker was the reason why. Pissing this cup. Damn. Baker does suck. (laughs) OBJ. And you have Vance Jefferson, bro. Blow it over the top, Vance Jefferson. It's going to be a very, very, very different core of receivers that you're going to go up against this week. And the running backs are no joke. You got Sony Michelle that just came alive starting week 13. Cam Akers, like I spoke about him earlier, he's back ready to run. And ready for the matchup right here? 44 year old Andrew Whitworth starting left tackle for the Los Los Angeles Rams against against Indomitian Sioux. That's going to be tough. Could be a retirement game. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He got he sprained his ankle last game, too. So, a lot of tape, boys. A lot of tape. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's going to be the main thing. It's going to be. Yeah, offensive line, defensive line. When the Buccaneers pass pass rush gets into playoff mode, shout out playoff mode, it makes it much easier in coverage. You're going to bring Antoine Winfield down, hopefully on Cooper Cup. And, man, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be like you're going to find out real quick. Hey, look at Detroit. Matthew Stafford is not the best quarterback under a lot of pressure. No. If if he's not building straight up rollout fucking – slide line passing plays and just get that done that way, then you're out of your fucking mind. That's the only way to beat them. Plus they're going to have to go on silent count. And Matthew Stafford's wife has talked about how much he hates silent count. Uh Oh, your wife is giving out secrets. They're going to pump up. They're going to pump the noise. (laughs) (laughs) Your your wife is talking too much, bro. His wife is going to talk to the manager of the, person who shoots the cannons <laughs> too loud too loud too many 
every isn't it every first down too they get a fucking cannon blown up like <laughs> i think it's like red zone touchdown field goal oh okay that's not bad uh but yeah i mean i i love tampa bay minus three even odds i i'm think i love the over of 48 i think it's gonna be a little windy but it should be a good day in terms yeah. of weather uh i'm looking forward to seeing a completely different buccaneers team and uh yeah i'm i'm excited man i think they have fournette giovanni bernard Le'Veon bell Scotty Miller uh, and Brashad Perriman, all guys who you want on your team when you have Aaron Donald coming up the middle. Yeah. They have all the – like, because that's how – you're talking Super Bowl against the Rams for the Patriots. Who's getting catches? Julian Edelman on short little, th- like, three-step drops. James White. Mm. Yeah. Get the ball quick. I mean, that's true because you got Von Miller coming down the pipeline. He's playing well. It's going to be a very interesting game, and you have injuries on that line. I mean, Tristan Wurst is not looking good, and he forced to go out there a couple more plays. They didn't. He didn't practice Wednesday. Ryan Jensen didn't practice Wednesday either, even though he went back out there and played the rest of the game. He didn't practice Wednesday either. It's going to be very tough for them. And the DBs, man, Tom has to play a clean game. Tyler Johnson can't fucking stutter step on a route because this defense is not going to let that shit fly. I mean, it's here's, going to be in their hands. I mean, here's the good news, though. I, I feel like you are pretty exclusively going to get Mike Evans on Jalen Ramsey because Mike Evans is from Gavelston. And he wants all the smoke. <laughs> I yeah, that would be smart to do that. But I also also think it would be smart to just let Ramsey play aside and double Mike on one side. And all right, man, linebackers on Gronk. Get a DB in there, nickel. Get Gronk in there, and let's see if one of these D, uh, other receivers make a mistake. I think, I think you're going to see a lot of screens, a lot of swing passes, and you are going to see uh, a very solid offensive line double-teaming uh, Aaron Donald. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Tom Brady was calling Flores. Hey, what did we do in those Super Bowl again? He's probably still got the fucking play sheet. So <laughs> if Aaron Donald doesn't get kicked out of the game for trying to fucking choke somebody. Yeah, don't do that. He got fined for that shit. Not gonna, not gonna let that happen again. So he got fined. He got fined less for choking a man than Bruce Arians got for slapping a player's helmet. Hey, bro, it's you know he didn't really get connection with his hands around his neck. The hell he fucking didn't. Aries, he came five yards and smacked his ass in the helmet, bro. And you talk about some AB, <laughs> a- you're done, and all this other shit? Yeah, bro, that's a fine on top of a fine. They're like, all right, we're going to go find you for that. Okay, we're not going to find you for that. All right, you know what? We're going to add all three of these together. Fuck it, here's your fine. That's what it was. Bruce is a fucking – he's a madman. <clears throat> Next year with new fucking coaches, this is going to be interesting. You got to swing at a coach in a practice. Watch. 
ownership. Uh, Tom will be head coach and quarterback for the season of 2022. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots to go coach the Buccaneers for a couple of years. Hey, shit. Robert, hey, after the things I heard uh, McCoy say, Bill Belichick's on a high seat next year. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that after this next game. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks. Taking the Bucks. I, am as I well. think it's gonna. Yeah, that's. I'm not. This is the time. This is not the time to bet against Tom Brady. I've learned that for decades. <laughs> Facts. Like, if I was five and I could bet on games, yeah, I'd be losing money against Tom already. All right, that is the first game on Sunday, and the game of the weekend, the Buffalo Bills off of their impressive win against the bully Patriots. Some would say flawless win. Flawless, yeah. They are going to Arrowhead, G-High Field, and they are going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think it's racist that they bang a drum and do a tomahawk chop and do that chant? Um, I think it's just the Kansas traditions. City, the Kansas City C words. I, I think it's just the tradition that that's there, and oh, it's slavery. Um, The Kansas yeah, City, do you have so you? I take it you're picking so, the Kansas City football team. <laughs> no, I'm gonna pick the Kansas City Wolves. <laughs> they have a KC Wolf, so we're gonna go Kansas City Wolves. No, yeah, I'm gonna pick the paid, uh, gonna pick the Chiefs here. Uh, last game, that's it. The Bills beat the Chiefs 38 to 20. Yep. Uh, I won. Probably around a hundred dollars. Josh Allen, uh, 59 yards rushing in a touchdown, 315 yards and three TDs in the air. Uh, couldn't stop Dawson Knox, three receptions, 117 yards and a touchdown. Your leading receiver was Nicole Hardman. Actually, this is maybe the only game all season where the leading passer and rusher for both teams was the quarterback. Yeah, it was a very rough game. Uh, two interceptions from Patrick Mahomes that game. And so a rain delay. Remember that? Yeah. That, uh, that also killed momentum. We're a fast team that needs to stay on that track. That rain delay killed us. The interceptions off receivers' hands killed us. And um, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen this time. The defense is completely different from that last uh, matchup. Uh, Mahomes has a totally different swagger now. You are going against the best Chiefs team that Patrick Mahomes has been on. So, offensive line, defensively, uh, Chiefs are going to take care of business. It's going to be a very interesting game. It's going to be a very physical game. I think that the refs might let these boys play a little bit. And it's going to be very interesting, right? Right now, the Chiefs have to deal with some off-the-field issues and some injuries that weren't expected, but those things are very easy to deal with. Nothing too major, nothing Raider-like. Curse of Jackson Mahomes is still relevant. 
Okay. I'm telling you right now that this might be the blowout of the week. Wow. Yeah. This I I don't think the Bills will win by that many. No, I think Kansas City are gonna take care of business and they're gonna look good doing it. I think that these guys won't miss. I think you might see even more of a mobile Mahomes this week because the defense is good. Number one defense in the league. I mean, their corners and their DBs are strong as shit. That front seven is pretty solid, especially how Leslie Frazier has the DB or the defensive uh, ends and tackles switching out every two plays. They're fresh. But this is a very, very good offensive line. The number one center in the league number five tackle in the league. And you have guards and tackles that play up. It's going to be a very interesting game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire should be back this week. And like I said, Chris Pringle is doing his thing. Oh, Byron Pringle, doing his thing. We found our third guy. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting game, but I think this will be the blowout. Patrick Mahomes will show everyone, hey, man, I'm here. No better game to do it. Team that beat you before, the team that you've seen what they can do. It's going to be tough, but Devin Singletary is not going to beat this defense. Josh Allen isn't going to be crossing up guys this, this week. I don't know, man. I don't think Tony Sperano is going to be outcoached this week. Tony, Tony Sperano. Oh, what is his? How is fuck up his damn Spagnolo? Steve Spagnolo? Steve Spagnolo. <laughs> Not the dead offensive line coach from Mike Zimmer's PowerPoint, Tony Sperano. <laughs> Fucking idiot. God, I always fuck up his name. The Italian names fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> Never made it in the mafia. No, God, no. I'm the one that they just like <laughs> kick out, and that's it. <laughs> what do you think, man? Give me your honest opinion with no, no bias or anything like that. This is a very good offense for the Bills, a very good defense for the Bills. Very good I, offense for Kansas City, a good defense for Kansas City. Let me know. I, I mean, I think. Buffalo looked much better against a much better team last week. I've got Buffalo plus 105. I wish it was a bigger You really spread. think the Patriots are a better team than the Chiefs? No, than the fucking Steelers. Oh, the Steelers. My bad. Not that. Are you paying attention today, dude? I am. I'm here. I definitely <laughs> thought. <laughs> I thought you said the Bills are going up against. No, I said the Bills look better than the Chiefs did against a better team last week. Man. So I, I think, I still think, like in the first time you guys played, Josh Allen being big and fast is a problem. He's a different runner than any other quarterback out there because he runs for contact. And believe me, I've yelled at the TV a lot this fucking year. He doesn't get hurt. He doesn't go down. He can run dive. He can run power. He can run spread. It's another element to that offense that you guys have to watch out for. And once he gets beyond your ends, your linebackers don't have the speed 
to get him fast enough. So you need those safeties to come up and hit. And it just is going to be a RPO versus RPO type day. And it's going to basically come down to whose secondary shows up to play better and who can catch. Because it's going to be cold. Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill has had a massive case of the drops this year. I mean, yeah. Well, it's in Kansas City. Temperature is going to be 33 degrees, just above freezing. It won't be too bad. Stephon Diggs is going to be a man possessed, too. Oh, yeah. he's gonna He wants a huge game. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're going to see Josh Allen struggle. I said it all year. He was gonna have he was gonna have his struggling games, and he does. He has struggling games. Last couple of games, he looks good. That's good. But this is a whole different element. You're coming back to Arrowhead. It's the loudest stadium ever. They're going to be loud as shit. Very upset. I'm not going. But Buffalo is I a think- very loud stadium as well. I don't know that Josh Allen is going to be that impressed by Arrowhead. And they also won earlier in the year in Arrowhead. They did. On a Sunday night game. Sunday night audience. Yeah, it was a very bad game. Offense and defense for the Chiefs not happening this week. Very confident. What's the money line? Uh, For the Chiefs? Yeah. It is minus 125. Minus 125. That's not bad. Spread's only one and a half, though. Oof. Yeah, no. Definitely taking minus five and a half. That's going to be like plus 250, probably. Definitely going to do that. It makes sense. Chiefs are going to roll. Like everyone's excited. Uh, for alternate this spread game. Chiefs five and a half is minus or that's plus five and a half. My bad. Uh, Chiefs minus five and a half is plus one fifty. One fifty. Yep. Yeah. Chiefs minus it. seven is plus two hundred five. I'll take that. Definitely taking that. If the Bills win by uh, twenty eight again. That is uh, – they only go up to 11 and a half. My, it's plus 425, though. Oh, it's not bad. not bad. Maybe I'll bet that, and that way I can say, hey, Angel, thanks for the money on the blowout of the week. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Good luck. Good luck losing your money like that because not going to happen. No, I think it will be an interesting game. Uh, I think Josh Allen being physical – is going to make a lot of third and short, fourth and short, very difficult for the Chiefs, and I think that could be the game right there. Uh, Quite frankly, Devin Singletary is not a great runner, but he is running fucking hard. Granted, Patriots can tackle, but I I think you get Buffalo on like the four or five-yard line, I think they're scoring. I think they're scoring touchdowns. So it's going to be a game where the Chiefs are really going to have to shut them down, uh, hold them to field goals if at all possible. And the Chiefs can't afford – the Chiefs' first half against Pittsburgh, say the first, what, 25 minutes? Yep. 
they do that against Buffalo, they'll be down by 17 and they're not coming back. Yeah, they'll be down 17, but I will definitely lie about the comeback. You've seen this kid. You've seen these boys. Because here's the thing. Claypool got a half step. Big Ben threw the ball 12 yards short. Diggs gets a step. Josh Allen's going to hit him in stride, and that's seven. Or overthrow him. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I honestly, I would probably bet the Chiefs if this game were in Buffalo. Really? I straight up think better weather helps Josh Allen. And Buffalo, that game against the Ravens last year where the wind was like whipping in a circle and no one Mm -hmm. could kick and it was cold coming off the lake, I think that helps the Chiefs. There's my fucking hot take. That is a very hot take. Very, very hot take. Man, that's interesting. I like it, but I think we'll be just fine. The weather looks like is hey, you said wind. Looks like it's good. As of right now, it says 10 wind. So we'll see how it goes game time wise. But it's good. That's what I'm saying. Kansas City is gonna be much more favorable weather. Oh yeah. I mean, it's at 5.32. It's going to be a pretty good uh, start time. So it's not, they're going to be like 34, I think. Man. Must be nice to be a Bucks fan, you know. <laughs> Go to the game and it's 70 degrees. It's great. Yeah. Every All other th- game, everyone needs to bundle up. <laughs> Low key, man. Nobody's talking about how technically the Rams are flying across the country on a short week. Because they play Monday night. They're playing Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. Something to think about. Yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. We'll see how that goes. All right. Time for picks. Picks of the week. Picks of the weekend. Bro, how Kyrie getting fined 25 grand for calling a fan a motherfucker when LeBron could just – should he have just gotten him thrown out? LeBron did get fined a dollar. He didn't even have to pay the fans for their tickets. He LeBron went through the protocols of how it gets handled. Bitching to the refs? Yeah. That Kyrie. one said the mean thing. That one said the mean thing. Kyrie took a man approach about it. Call that motherfucker ungrateful after he got him a championship. You gonna shit talk Kyrie? Don't shit talk Kyrie. Twenty five k is ridiculous for that. Well, like because was because the profanity. Like, come on, man. man. Dude, sitting close That's... enough, he heard worse. What is that like? Ten games at home that he can't play now. Man, that's Bro, can't that's, afford that. That's straight up. <laughs> that's straight up. Uh, the NBA just mad because he's not getting vaccinated. <laughs> mad that he's playing games. Hey Kyrie, oh, yeah? find his ass. <laughs> hey, Ky- hey Kyrie, we'll charge it to the game if you just get vaccinated. <laughs> we'll pick up the tab. Just go ahead and get the jab. This whole thing is getting ridiculous. Europe's all open. They don't go fucking, fucking getting ridiculous. 
people are talking, talking about. <laughs> They're ridiculous for months. <laughs> oh shit! I love it. <laughs> Jeez, dude, Lonzo Ball is out for eight weeks, bro. That's this whole big. Ch- Chicago goes from like first seed to like playing tournament. I don't know playing tournament. The East is still pretty fucking weak. Joel and B's not going to do that every fucking night, but it's definitely <laughs> a huge fucking loss for the Bulls. Yeah, 100%. It's just going to – eight weeks, that's two months. He's back in March. Huh? He can the swing things in March. I mean, luckily it's a meniscus. That's like a nothing recovery. If they weren't in first place, I bet you he could get back faster. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, this could be a, a great test for that fucking squad. Oh, you know his dad's going to say something about it. You ain't playing until you ready, ready. <laughs> going to be, you beat me a one-on-one, you can play again. <laughs> oh, shit, just in Chicago and the gym inside. Come on now. This is a physical game. Just hacking the <laughs> shit out of him. Fuck. That should be funny as shit. Never lost. <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. We need more LeVar Ball. I, it just it, it upsets me that he tried to put all his kids in basketball. Imagine him in the NFL. Oh, be great. Just get the middle child to be a running back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bro, you know who my I, I got a king of the week. Oh shit. Uh my king of the week is Jeremy Grant of the Pistons. <laughs> the hottest name in the NBA right now. He's he is officially a hero of mine now. Why is that? Because he wants to get traded. He wants to not be the primary score, scorer. Doesn't want to be like the focal point. Wants less responsibility and less work. And he wants a four-year max deal. <laughs> yes. Hey, I want to me. do less. I also, I also want less responsibility. And I want to get paid more. And I want to get the fuck out of Detroit. <laughs> Yo, fuck it. Hey, I'm going to be there for two practices a week, <laughs> half days. Oh, and I'm coming to get my bonus check on those days. <laughs> he's, he's looking at like, he's looking at like Andrew Wiggins and be like, man, I can do that. <laughs> yes. Like, I want to be not the first, second. I want to be the third guy. I want to be the third guy here. It must be nice. Like, if something goes bad, my name's not in ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well just say, I want to go play for the Lakers. Fuck. <laughs> 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 nah, dude, Clippers. Less Again, less responsibility. Oh, yes. You can sit out whenever you want. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because LeBron will throw him under the bus so fast. Oh. You can't send him to Miami. Jimmy Butler will just punch him in the face. 
<laughs> hey, Jimmy Butler's reading this shit like, this motherfucker better not come here. <laughs> Spolstra, this motherfucker better not come here. <laughs> he gave his list of all right, teams. All right, Jimmy, calm down. <laughs> he gave his list of teams he wants to be traded to. It's the Warriors, the Clippers, the Brooklyn Nets, Miami. Like, where can I go and do nothing but get paid great? What can, where can I? Yeah, fucking great. Go to the Warriors. They won't even put you on the court. There's no space for you. I, I read that quote and I was just, I was like, this is incredible. Yes, I also want a brand new four-year deal and to not be the primary, a primary scorer. Oh, shit. I will also I take that so. deal straight up. As, as your boy, as a rookie of the year over there, Cunningham's like, I'm the best rookie right now. It's like, Grant's over there like, cool. They're still making me come out here, bro. What's going on? I don't want to do this. <laughs> bro, the NBA is fucking oh, something. Zion is doing his rehab at Nike headquarters in Oregon. <laughs> With no supervision but a dude who got a settlement check and got fired from LSU for strength and conditioning. Dude, I'm going to look up Nike's uh, food court because I bet that bitch fired. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's there. This food is great. got everything. (laughs) Bro, absolutely. absolutely. Like, I don't understand how – all I know is, like, this could never happen in the NFL. Could never happen in the NHL. The NHL stopped Tyler I- or uh, Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel from getting his surgery he wanted because they thought it might affect like his long term potential to play. Meanwhile, Zion could just go do what rehab whatever he wants. Hey, coach, I tore my ACL. I'll talk to you in a year. I mean, he's it, going full Derrick Rose. It happened in the NFL. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, when Tom wanted to work with his guy, he wouldn't work with his guy in a fucking broom closet. So obviously they let it happen. Yeah. Zion just learned from Tom. Yeah. If Zion had played 20 years in the NBA and won five championships, he could do whatever the fuck he wants. The fact that you can't mix in a fucking sandwich every now and mix in a salad every now and then, and you can't stay on the court, you officially missed more games than you played. Yeah. And if I'm in a you're in a contract year, I would maybe want to have a say in what you do. Well, hopefully Nike's taking care of him. I didn't know Nike's had doctors and shit, so that's good. Na- Nike is officially like the only endorser he has left. So they're like, ah oh, fuck, we gotta maybe he's gonna come back better because Nike's gonna be like, call every call Jordan's guy, call everybody's guy. Call Coach K. Call whoever you need to, because we officially need to get our money's worth. Right. We need you to get above your fucking more games and sit, and then we can drop you. <laughs> oh, Nike! Big contract, gave him a shoe and everything. There's more shit going on than just football, Angel. And I need to ask you a question. Oh shit! What you got? Taylor Fade, the Tampa Bay Rays should be forced to sell their team and move. 
for those of you who haven't been paying attention, the Tampa Bay Rays wanted to split their home games with Montreal. Yeah. They want a sister city. Yeah. Now they either have to make a new stadium or move. So have you seen a Rays game on a Wednesday on TV? No, but they're not a bad team. No, they're not a bad team, but no one's going to see them. No one cares about the Rays. They had a full stadium on their World Series run. But no one cares about the Rays, and they're one of the hottest teams in the game. If I if they I was a full stadium, if I was Major League Baseball, the minute they brought this proposal to me, I would have said, "Cool. Do you want to move to Montreal? Yes or no?" Yeah, but I'm sure Tampa ha- Tampa and the city and all that other bullshit has something to say about it. So hey, maybe you if you combine Tampa no. Bay fans and Miami Marlins fans, you could fill a stadium on a Friday night. Big maybe. Big maybe. It's a big maybe. <laughs> like a Friday just, night in Miami, baby. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's it's just a so like I read it and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like the onion. They're trying to split their home games. Like ownership's not making money, bro. Like the the Tampa Bay Rays of Montreal. Are we gonna do a Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Los Angeles Angels who don't actually play anywhere near in uh, Los Angeles. It's like five hours away. Yeah. Arizona Coyotes don't sell out either. Are we going to move them to Quebec City, the Arizona Coyotes of Quebec City? I mean, if they play. fucking – if they're getting their money's worth, if it's getting a full stadium, you get fans in there screaming where it's actually a home advantage. Hey, fuck yeah. Florida doesn't appreciate their teams. You can get Tampa Bay tickets for 150 bucks right now. I think Playoffs. See, that's an interesting situation. Because, quite frankly, if I'm going to go to any sort of game, I want to sit within the first 25 rows. Yeah. For, for me to, like... Make it like hockey, lower deck, first deck. NFL, I want to be within 20, 30 rows. NBA, I want to be lower level. There's just, it's harder and harder to get seats in a stadium that is worth leaving my 70 inch TV. I mean, if I love the atmosphere, so I'll go to any fucking game. I just, to me, is. Like the cost that comes in with like parking and like booking off my day, driving downtown, all the shit that goes into it. Yeah, I just for me, like it's got to be like really good seats and that's expensive. So, like in a way, I kind of get it. I just don't know what the movie theater solution is. Like movie theaters, no one wanted to go to movie theaters. So, what they did, charge more for tickets, more, less seats, more comfortable. And they just made it a better experience. I don't know how you do that in these massive football stadiums. I don't know if the answer is like smaller stadiums and you, you just pay more money. Like if you renovate it, can you imagine if they like 
renovated the target center hypothetically for the Timberwolves and they took off took off all of the upper level. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Made it deeper. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but like, man, the fact that you're trying to split home games, you should lose your team just for suggesting that. Go somewhere else. If you're not making money, you got to move. Just saying, it, it gives Tampa fans less option to go to games, meaning it'll fill up more. So you'll get two stadiums full of fans everywhere you go because you're bringing baseball to Canada. So, of course, they're going to go. Outside of Toronto? Everywhere. Oh, yeah. The Expo should come back. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they have to move to Montreal, you have to take the Expos. You have to take the whole thing. Tampa Bay Rays just fucking erased. Erased until someone else wants to make a new team. That's what I feel. But, yeah, man, full stadiums, man. Get the fan experience from both ends. Get your money's worth. 82 games. What is it? Yeah, 82 home games? Yeah, 82 home games. There's uh, a lot 162 of 162 total, right? Yeah. So it'd be 81? Yeah. 81. Yeah, 80, 81 home games is a lot to fill up every single night. It is. But when you're in, like, big games, even when you're playing the top competitors and you're not selling out those games – not worth it, man. Time Be to honest, though, bro. Be honest. Baseball is like the worst sport to watch from really far away. And baseball has some of the largest, like, third decks in all of sports. I think they need to, like, like, you need, I don't, you need to talk to, like, the pool guy for the Jaguars and figure that shit out because like maybe just like make a lazy river for a third deck and you just float <laughs> around. That would be fun. Like I'll do that. That would be fucking fun. That would be dope. There's like a lazy river on the third deck and like there are just different bars and like arcades. It's like a mall up there. That would hey just get a whole roller coaster to roll around the whole thing twice. That would be dope. Get, just make but the roller coaster only goes when there's a home run, so you have to sit there all game in the roller coaster <laughs> until there's a home run. You buy the roller coaster seat, so you just sit there. <laughs> and if you're at the concessions, you miss a home run, you're missing your seat. Sorry, you have to wait 15 minutes for that thing to come back around. <laughs> a pitcher's dual perfect game till the ninth inning is like you might as well be waterboarded. Oh shit! Got the fucking got the fucking like big ass leather like stopper on you the whole time. Just locked you in, <laughs> and with the arm that comes down too. So you're like legit just sitting there, like, good god, fucking hit something. <laughs> you got you got a tan line of the roller coaster. Imagine having those seats and just seeing the visitor team hit home runs. So, like, you're just seeing the home runs, but you don't get to go. You just, you just grab your fucking $15 beer and there's a home run and it just goes flying. Oh, shit, bro. That shit's great. 
Maybe oh, do the Raiders. Fuck. Like the entire third deck is just a nightclub. There you go. Fuck it. Or just put a whole train at the top. Fuck it. Just like the, <laughs> the top of the third deck. Just put a whole fucking train on that thing. Just like, <laughs> how about it. like, how about you make it? You just got, here's the thing. You got to make it like the, uh, the space needle. Like make the entire thing on a conveyor yep. belt. So you just slowly move around the entire game. So you get to see from all angles. It just better makes for the, sense. Put better for the vendors too. They don't have to move. They just stand there. Popcorn. Every five pop beer. I'll wait till we go around again. Dude, they're just, yeah. Put a bar in there in the town car. There you go. A-Rod, call me. I know you want to make the game more interactive. These are great A ideas. Dude, just, you know, we're going to need to borrow, you know, another $800 million from the city, but fuck it. I mean, why not? Hey, <laughs> you get a train and a roller coaster. I pay taxes, and making a baseball stadium into a roller coaster is better than 95% of the shit that my city and state does with my money. Roller coaster for the twins. Yes, I like it. Tell you. I'm going to tag A-Rod in this. I know he's going to be interested. A-Rod, I want – I'm looking for $15 million for 10.5%. Yeah. And, you know, it takes for life. And I want and I want a money-back guarantee logo in center field. We, no, we want a money-back suite for the whole – for your whole entirety of your ownership. <laughs> There we go. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Like Let's if we go the, broke or something like that, we can just go to the twins and just eat there all the time. <laughs> Let's talk business, a Rod. Let's talk business, dude. Oh, and for the first season, I called the front row for the roller coaster. Just saying. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Getting my money's worth. All right. All right. We're going to do some sort of picks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do picks of the week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Pick gamble responsibly. All right. What do you Picks got? Of the week, we got some major matchups, and I like it. I'm going to go with the Bengals' money line over the Tennessee Titans. I like that matchup. Boys going to start hot and play hot. I like the Bengals here. I am going to take the 49ers spread. Crazy spread. I think the 49ers are going to play well. And then I'm going to take the Bucks and their spread. I mean... Matt, Staff, Matt Stafford's going to crumble eventually, right? Might as well do it against his nasty-ass defense. And then I'm going to take the Chiefs, minus 7, plus 205. My boys are going to run the table, and they're going to show you and show the world that they are going to be Super Bowl champions. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to hear it, dude. I, I hope you're right so I don't have to deal with sad angel. It's much more fun when, for me personally when they lose in the Super Bowl. 
Uh, but we'll see because I have uh, Buffalo plus 105. And I'm also going to take the over in that game, uh, minus 105. Betting against the Chiefs has been the most profitable thing I have done all year. And I'm going to continue <laughs> doing it from the play from the Super Bowl last year to right now. Has been incredibly profitable. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks minus three plus 100. That's even odds. And I'm going to take the over 48. Uh, I think uh, no matter what happens, uh, I don't think you're going to shut down the Rams completely. I think this could very easily be, uh, you know, a 35-21 game. But I think that over hits either way. I'm going to take San Francisco plus five and a half. I agree with you. I think that is a crazy spread. Uh, that is the one I'm probably the least confident in. For no other reason than I have no idea how San Francisco is going to handle the cold. But in a dome, in like perfect conditions, they can hang with Green Bay. Uh, and I'm going to take Cincinnati plus three and a half. Um, at worst, I think that's a three-point game. Three and a half as of spread, it, it makes total sense to me, which is maybe a bad thing because maybe it makes too much sense to me. But I'm going to bet it anyways and uh, feel good about it. Feel good about it. Playoffs, baby. Winding down. I'm excited. Can't wait. It's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Can't wait for it. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. Make sure you guys check it out. All these games. And also, UFC is on Saturday. We have those major fights, so you want to check those out. And it's going to be a great, great weekend, man. Hope you guys enjoy it. It's a fun weekend with some money. So make sure you're listening. Money back guaranteed because all our picks are guaranteed. Angel. Not, not actually guaranteed. Do you have another plus 10,000 UFC bet that you were going to give out and you're not going to fucking forget about it like when you called Pena, you piece of shit. When you called Pena after the fact because you didn't tell fucking anybody. No, not going to let that happen. I will make sure I have those picks for you guys this week. Not going to let that slide. I want them tomorrow afternoon. You got it. <laughs> I got some ideas. So send them to me. I'll make sure I get a good post up. All right. Sounds good. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out our social IG money underscore back money underscore back underscore podcast. That's where you will see all our picks. So check that out. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. Happy betting. And uh, a rod. You know where to find us. At you know money exactly underscore back underscore podcast. Slide in those DMs. <laughs>